Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. Happy October, everyone. Wow, September was the month of great weather, horrible weather, typical northern Michigan weather. The leaves are turning the beautiful colors of autumn, and I have been sick for three weeks with a rotten cold. Turn sinus, turn ear, turn knock me down and in bed for days. Um, yes, I did get tested and it's not COVID. I'm just one of these people who get a sinus and it can be terrible and last for a really long time. So forgive me if I still sound a little stuffed up because I am. We have had the most cold rain that has stayed rain that you can get for days. The sun has peaked out. We've had a couple of times where the weather was glorious getting up into, you know, the 60s. So last weekend, we decided enough is enough. Um, I have visited some of my friends and family before I got sick. And we wanted to just take a little tour and look at the nature and color before it turns really cold and then it's peak color season and you can't get anywhere. So we went up to Tequamanon Falls last week in the UP. It's near Paradise, Michigan. And it is, um, they call it, you know, Michigan's Niagara Falls. They're really pretty good sized falls. They're beautiful. The water flows over it is brown and foaming. And that's because the uh, cedar trees and pine trees put tannin in the river, which turns the water kind of brown and golden. I think it looks more amber. It was beautiful. I even did like, it was like 500 steps. I mean, stair steps, not counting steps. You know, I walked three and a half miles, which is a huge amount for me to see the upper and the lower falls and to go to the most picturesque viewing spike viewing spots. So I've done a couple of YouTube videos about water because I was so sick. I did not want to have to talk and I did not want to have to put my swollen face on video. I looked terrible because I was so sick. Um, but after that trip to Niagara Falls, within 48 hours, I had a fever and the sinus turned worse, got new meds, went to the doctor, did all the things. So I'm on the mend. But that trip to Tequamanon was a really fun, fun time. We had a great time, my husband and I. And we didn't eat in the UP because it was super crowded. We took snacks. We are only uh, two and a half hours from there um, to home. So it was a nice, beautiful weather, beautiful day trip. Um, I did do a little video about a little creek near my house. And it's very very beautiful little park near a busy road and what's so great is it has some bridges and water and they're very popular photography spot that you can go I took pictures of um, prom there my dad did 
my kids' senior pictures there, you know, all kinds of really beautiful spots in northern Michigan. So it was a great way for me to video it in beautiful weather. And we have had so much water, so much rain over the last several months and even, you know, a lot of winter melt-off, that the Great Lakes and the rivers are at their highest they have been in a hundred years. So when you look at these rivers, and I looked at Taquamanon Falls, I was like, wow, that's a lot of water. I've never seen so much water going through the waterways. So that's kind of what I've been up to. Otherwise, I've been home and leading a life that's the pandemic life, which is, you know, not that far off of my daily life. But, you know, I'm seeing less people not going places and feeling like, you know, I'm just kind of wandering around. I feel like this part of hitting the wall of the pandemic is worse than where it was at the beginning because it's just, you know, going to be a long haul. But I decided, to, you know, once I finished knitting my cranberry colored cowl, I decided I'd had enough knitting. It was hurting my fingers. So I went to crochet and I've done two Jane scrap shawls, scrap yarn. It's a scrap pattern. Yeah, that was awkward. Anyway, um, I'm on my third one now. I've made two. I like the pattern is very zen. Um, when I ran out of yarn, I didn't want to do another scrap one um, because I had done one and I was waiting for the new yarn to come in. I ordered some yarn from Lion Brand called Re-Up. It's cotton and it's recycled yarn from cotton fibers and it's really beautiful. I got variegated teal and greens. I, I love the colors and I love how it looks. It's not exceptionally soft but I like to wear cotton a lot so I'm wondering if it'll soften up a little bit when I wash it. The other one was an acrylic um, two mandala from Bernat. Um, it's a mandala yarn in blue colorways and blues and grays. And then the first one was scrap. I still have scrap yarns and I'm going to do another scrap shawl. I have a ridiculous thought that I might be able to get 10 of these done by Christmas and I like doing it and they go fast. They are more enjoyable than doing granny squares. So that was the other project when I was in between yarn is that kept saying, oh, your yarn's going to be here tomorrow from Joanne's. No, yarn's going to be here tomorrow. No, no, it took, it took a lot longer than um, I thought it would, but that's okay. You know, mail during the pandemic is unreliable. So I'm going to do, uh, you know, this granny squares in between. Um, I have light pink, dark pink, and purple. And they're a small granny square that I just keep. I've, I started this a few years ago, then put it up and I got it back out. And I thought, no, I'm going to keep the um, pinks, purples to this granny square. And I've got, I did enough over several days. I think I'm at 30 or 35, something like that. I don't know how big of a little blanket I want to make with it. I have really no destination in mind for it. Um, sometimes it's just fun making granny squares. And uh, sometimes it's just fun doing linen stitch on shawls. It's, it's really mindless and zen. And that's what I've been looking for. Something I can do while I've been sick that doesn't take a thousand watts of brain power. You know what I'm saying? That I can be a little dim and sick and still be able to get some things done. Um, I have been quilting. I've been working on 
the long arm quite a bit. I have a couple of deadlined quilts that were finished and one big queen. And then I had a sister's choice that a friend of mine did. And now I've loaded another big queen on. And it's a really neat one because it's all scraps. Minky, sparkly, Christmas, every holiday, everything is represented. Some even say like 2000, like they were New Year's party um, fabric. But it's the fearless combination of color. And it's an X with a teeny tiny square in the middle. And I really like this. It's super scrappy. There's no borders, nothing. Just these little, probably five inch X blocks is all smashed together in some semblance of color organization. The values are pretty even, but every once in a while you hit a pocket of really deep saturated colors and then lighter. It's fantastic. Um, you can see a few sneak peeks on my Instagram, which is Vicki L. Holloway Quilting. And it's just fun. I'm doing an all over swirl pattern and it's quilting up really, really, really nicely. And I, I couldn't be happier. Then I have a t-shirt quilt, you know, that I have put that on the back burner. Not when I'm sick. I'm not, I'm not sewing that. I've also made arrangements for, you know, delivering a quilt that I've done for a family member. And that'll be part of, hopefully I'll be well enough to make a little trip and visit some friends and just get out of the house and then I think you know I I think it's gonna slow down a little bit so I'm gonna work on some of my quilts I'm not piecing anything right now uh, I think this weekend and today I'm gonna sort through my fabric is I'm going to do an orphan block quilt or two or three I have a lot of orphan blocks and I've been saying forever I need to do something with them and Quilting Jet Girl has what she calls a circle quilt that's specifically designed for like orphan blocks. And um, the tutorial looks super easy. It'll make a good size quilt. It should go together relatively quick and easy. So I need to go through my blocks today and some background fabrics and just kind of look at what would go together aesthetically making this really modern looking quilt. I'm not sure if I'm going to leave the center all blank like she did. I may stick another quilt block in there. We'll see how it goes. But I, that's my goal for the weekend is to do a little sewing because I haven't done any sewing in several weeks and I've been quilting on the long arm. So that's my goal, my next sewing goal. I have a lot of ideas of things that I'd like to make, but I'm really too sick to even start them. Still not feeling the greatest. And I'm like, I got so many quilts of my own I need to catch up on and I just need to look at, you know, I have two really big long-term quilts that I've started, the Dear Jane and the, what is it? Gnome Angels um, 100 block quilt. Anyway, I've talked about it before. Those, those I need to get back out and work on them. So, so that's just kind of what I've been up to. Um, lots of crocheting and dreaming about yarn because it's colder and cold weather means I'm sitting under quilts in the house and, um, looking at wearing my knit scarves and knit wraps and, um, trying to find all my hand knitted wool socks that my aunt made. Um, I know where they're at. I just, yeah, I just haven't got that far to dig them out. So those are the, this is, it's sweater weather up here. I am telling you. 
we may even get snow um, or a very uh, heavy freezing like rain over the next week or so I hear. So overall, I've not been up to much in the making department. I've decided that um, I have done a little bit of pandemic cleaning when I can't stand sitting around anymore. I did clean out a closet. It's amazing the junk I have kept and why I don't know why I kept it. So I went through there and found several garbage bags worth of literal trash or things that were so old that couldn't be used like really really old tatting thread and crochet cotton that was probably 30 years old or more it was rotten it stunk bye-bye mice had been in a little bit of the closet so I think they are that's cleaned up and I think they have I, we found them out so hopefully that's done um overall you know cleaning and organizing has been hard because so many sentimental things have been squished into my house after my mother-in-law died and I'm having a hard time trying to figure out what to keep, what to purge. Um, I'm boxing lots of it up, you know, when I see my kids next and giving things that they say they want, but it's not easy, right? You know, these are things that are really, really difficult and I'm like, when am I going to have the time to do this again? So sorting through stuff and trying to streamline things and, and you don't really see it right it gets worse before it gets better in that and I'm kind of like but it makes me feel better and my husband gets laughing because uh, we watch the Holderness family is a YouTube channel and they do real cute videos uh, family videos and the wife she's the mom has <laughs> pandemic organizing she's when she gets anxious she organizes she has organized you know in the joke show it was I'm organizing everything by joy color uh, alphabet alphabetical you know going to stores to buy um, organizing containers that take up more space and but make it look pretty yeah that my husband laughed he goes you do that and I said I know I do to a smaller extent but there just comes a point where organizing um, does make you feel better because it goes back to um, my Gretchen Rubin book The Happiness Project and she even wrote another book called Outer Order leads to inner peace or something like that anyway if you have clutter on the outside you're going to have inner anxiety so outer order inner calm there we go that's the name of the book Oh boy, my brain is still real foggy, isn't it? I'm sorry. Um, so it, that's just kind of how it goes. Because when I get sick, it's not just the cold, right? It's everything else that goes haywire in your body. It's like this big cascade. So I apologize for my inability to figure out and complete a sentence today. <laughs> but um, that's just how it happens, you know. You know, you get to be a certain age. So this is to all you youngins. Just be a certain age, you can't remember things as well as you did. And um, then you start getting sick and then you start not sleeping well. And then you start having other long-term health problems. And then you're in the situation I am at where you're like scratching your head going, oh my gosh, seriously, I hope I don't sound this bad when I'm trying to be professional. But anyway, so with all of that business going on and us being sick and us being at home more, 
I will not go to the gym because I don't want to expose myself to germs, namely cough, cold, flu, and COVID-19. My husband has working on for months getting a garage gym set up and we are in phase two of the project. There is heating and cooling out in the garage. He's organized and cleaned it all summer and has the space clean and ready to go. Um, we found someone who is selling free weights. So that is good. But, you know, exercise equipment is really hard to get right now. Super hard to get. So we're looking at, you know, trying to get a squat rack and I would like a cardio machine. And I'm thinking maybe a rowing machine. I have an incredibly bad hip and a treadmill is not favorable. In fact, the doctor has told me I should not use one. Um, an elliptical trainer. Um, my husband hates them. He finds them difficult to stride and I really can't do them for very long, you know, because they just, they're very hard for me too. So we're kind of like on the fence about an elliptical, but, and the skiing machine is too big. I know like a Nordic track ski machine is too big for our space. So I'm looking at a rowing machine. I think I've done rowing machines before. I think it would be a good all over body conditioning and I could set it up to where I'm not hurting my hip. So we're getting excited, except uh, we can't find one. I want to really, I need one that holds big people and they're hard to find. So hopefully we will be in the next phase, which is putting the gym together and making it usable. We have some free weights. We could do some exercises. My husband could, I probably can't even lift the bar. I'm so out of shape. But, you know, you can't, you can get a squat rack, but it's no good if there's no place to put the weights and all that. So it's like you can get parts of things for home gyms, but you can't get everything you need to set it up. So we may be doing like piecemeal. The next thing that's coming up in my life that's a big deal, which is not a big deal to anyone else, is we have an arborist coming and removing dead trees on the property between my house and my neighbor's house. They're completely dead. We've been putting it off, but since the big debacle of the very backyard where the neighbor ruined my garden and clear cut all the trees out of there, we talked to that arborist and he's coming back to remove several of dead trees. They're so dead they're starting to fall apart onto cars in our driveways and things like that. They need to be taken care of for safety. That's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. That's going to change the landscape and the lighting in my house quite a bit. So I'm looking forward to that actually because there's nothing uglier than dead trees. These are cedars and they're gross and they just need to come out and there's another unsafe tree that's leaning on our house that he's going to take down. So anyway, that's going to be good. And I am looking forward to that being over with. Because once that is done, we can assess where we're at and trying to figure out, do we have enough money to do the rest of the gym? Can we do bonus things? Because we got a great deal on the free weights and just kind of you know, just figuring out where you're at and where you want to go next. That's kind of everything hinges on this tree service, um, you know, the arborist coming and seeing how much the final bill is on that. I'm also continuing to look at the house and making a little list of 
little tiny projects that have to be done. My husband is too. That can be done in bad weather in the house. Like I need to finish the plugs in the kitchen, converting them to GFI. The knobs need to be put on the cabinet. The mudroom flooring needs to be assessed and figured out if what we're going to do with that. I need to organize. I'm hoping to get a trip to Ikea in when we go downstate just to go in quick run in grab a calyx system maybe a plant stand we need to figure out something with our laundry and a system to keep that contained and not all over the house as because okay this is the deal you're gonna think I'm weird but our laundry is in the basement you have to go down into a Michigan hand dug basement through root cellar stairs they're very hard for me to navigate then you walk upstairs with the clean laundry and then our dresser is up on the second floor and I never get the laundry from the first floor to the second floor because it's too hard, it's too heavy, my hip hurts and I can't lug all that laundry upstairs. So my husband and I each have a room downstairs. My little tiny room holds some of the craft supplies. His room is currently where my home office is and all the music equipment that we don't use as much anymore because our children are grown up and we're adults and have jobs and you know how that goes. So he has laundry in there. We have a front porch that we have is enclosed, but it doesn't heat warm enough for real usefulness without accessory heat in the summer. It's too hot. So they enclose this front porch and it's pretty much a storage place. It's useless. You can't go out there and do anything because it would need its own heating and cooling system. Well, I'm not doing that for a skinny long front porch, but it would be great for putting our calyx system for our dresser and get our laundry there. It'll be on the first floor. You won't have to see any of it in our other rooms. So that's the plan. And um, it would make my life easier until the day we get the laundry moved up to the first floor, which is a long-term dream. Or we may sell this house by the time we retire. And I really can't go up and down those stairs and have a house with laundry on the main floor. So overall, that's been what I have been dreaming about on when we go downstate and deliver this quilt. We're going to go visit a friend who's had cancer twice in 2020. Are you serious? Two different cancers. I'm just like, seriously, you know, 2020, stop, stop, stop. Had enough. It needs to get better. I think the last quarter, you know, can be better. I don't know. I'm just looking forward to 2021. So that's kind of my organizing plan and getting things better, keeping the house clean, keeping up even when you're sick. If you start doing some sort of system, which I do a hybrid clutter bug, cutter, clutter bug, clutter bug, fly lady, and um, a slob comes clean system, you know, I've adapted all of that with a little Gretchen Rubin on the side and I come up with the Vicki Holloway system of keeping the house going and then when you're sick you can just do the you know the bare necessities with every once in a while getting a wild idea in your head on what needs to be done you know and in in the house pretty much keeps itself clean so that's just kind of where I've been at and looking at you know the winter's coming and I want to get a couple more things done 
then I have to go, what have I been doing with the rest of my time? Well, watching a lot of terrible TV, just like a lot of us. I mean, it's terrible. I don't like soap operas. I don't like mushy shows. I don't like a lot of long movies. I like doing things in short spurts. You know, my ADHD brain, it's really hard for me to settle down and watch a movie at home. It really is. So, you know, you may be surprised. I do like Lord of the Rings movies. It took me years to watch them, but I like them in the Harry Potter series. But I like them playing in the background while I'm doing something else because it's so hard to sit there for so long and pay attention. Same with football games. I love them, but I'm usually doing something else. So I've been crocheting and watching murder mysteries. I love murder mysteries. Unfortunately, these are real murders like um, Netflix has a lot of things on there right now. Uh, you know, it's October, so there's lots of like murder stuff. But I've been watching the Forensic Files, watch the um, Unsolved Mysteries. I have watched, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to look it up. Watched a documentary called Evil Genius on Netflix, which is five hours and it's pretty horrible. If you have a queasy stomach about things, um, they show some stuff, but it's not terribly gory, but it's just a sickening show if you are not into murder stuff. Um, but I've always been into Agatha Christie and all kinds of solving things. In fact, at one time I wanted to go into forensic science till I realized that I'm probably a little too squeamish for that, but I enjoy trying to sort through the details and figure out the mystery. So this was, if you don't remember, um, Evil Genius is about a mystery that happened in the early 2000s about a pizza man who robbed a bank and had a collar around his neck that was a bomb. I'm not going to go into any more details about it because it'll be a spoiler, but I found that fascinating. The whole thing had twists and turns and it, it's kind of what I say in my business is that you can't make this crap up. It's so bizarre that it has to be real. It, nobody could think of this for even a fiction novel. So I enjoyed that. Um, I have watched the Ted Bundy's documentary. I'm into documentaries, not the movie. Um, that was horrifying, but I was able to get all the facts that, that always nagged me in the back of my mind from, you know, when you live through the time, you only get bits and pieces through the news. And then you kind of question know is this just speculation what happened what's the truth so I've really given into that and I've listened to a few but not a lot because the podcast is very very long is um, my favorite murder and murders plural and I, I hear that they just wrote a book so I may try to get their audiobook and listen to it you know because I do better with audiobooks you know because I'm trying to multitask but I'm really into that and you have to be careful because if you watch too much murder shows you can kind of get jaded just kind of <laughs> you know I'm just warning you but I really like them now something else that we have watched that is so sweet but it's only on curiosity stream curiosity stream is a documentary and science um, streaming service it's super cheap it was like $15 or maybe less a year well, maybe 12 when we signed up for it. 
And it has all kinds of great documentaries, you know, things that you would watch when actual science channels had science shows, you know, like, you know, the science of space, the earth sciences, animals, places, architecture, art, you know, all kinds of great documentaries. But the one that was a little bit longer documentary, and I absolutely loved it, was about a man from my hometown in Gaylord, Michigan. He grew up here and his name is Claude Shannon. And I heard the name Claude Shannon when I was growing up. And I knew that he was very important in coming up with theoretical ideas on information systems and early, early days of computers and had something to do with um, serving our country during the World War II. And I didn't know all of what he did. And this was a documentary where actors acted out roles of an interview of Claude Shannon. And he told his story through flashbacks of fact with interviews of real people who knew him, pictures of my hometown from the early 1900s, which I have a lot of pictures from early 1900s because my dad has a massive collection of black and white photos taken at that time. And it was sweet. It was endearing. It was amazing. And I learned so much about what his thoughts and ideas are. And basically the the final punch in the show is if you enjoy everything about modern living, including cell phones, text messages, email, all of the beautiful things that we take, you know, technology as our everyday life, artificial intelligence even, all started with ideas from Claude Shannon. We have a little park downtown with um, a bronze statue with him there and um, I go there occasionally and I've taken pictures there and I've read about Claude Shannon but I didn't quite understand what his theories were. This gets into that a little bit more and and now I have a better system ideas and what his information systems theory was. So if you have curiosity strength it's worth the inexpensive amount of money it is and uh, there's some really good ones and this week we watched Claude Shannon his biography I think it's called Bits and Pieces super super documentary I've also been watching um you know some stuff you know leading up to Halloween you know I've been watching shows that are kind of themed around the fall and Halloween but I usually um try to gear up by watching you know history of Halloween and you know just kind of the spooky stories and urban legends and you know that kind of stuff I get into just because it's seasonal and it's fun so that pretty much wraps what I have been up to over the last three weeks um, a little bit here and there I've been off social media more um, I do plan to do you know daily posts but I am consciously going to try to try I'm consciously making a choice to spend a little less time on a lot of overall social media but I want to keep the Facebook group going that will definitely be going I'll be putting posts up you know periodically and maybe not even daily because I'm kind of like right now it's not important um, of what I'm doing here and there and 
You can always keep up with me, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube videos. You know, hey, we'll see how they go. Um, I've, I've been playing around with YouTube and some things, you know, I enjoy about it and other things, you know, <laughs> are really difficult. But I like making videos when the in, when I'm motivated and I have a good idea. So I'm not just going to be like making videos just to make them and be a quote a YouTuber. It's a great way to put up video and it's a free place to host it so I can share it like on my blog and things like that. But you know, if you like videos, you can always, I try to post them also on the blog. So how can you keep in touch with me? Just a second, I knocked my microphone cord. You can always email me at vholloway12345 at gmail.com. I also appreciate all of those who are supporting me through Patreon and those who buy me virtual cups of coffee. You can do that through the blog or on my Etsy shop, which is my creative corner three. I still have the Zen and the Art of Creativity. Uh, it's a premium podcast, which you would purchase for sale. And I just so appreciate everyone who has supported me and those who have taken the time to reach out when I've been feeling sick and ask how I'm doing. Um, all of that's been wonderful and I so appreciate all of you. I hope that you have been having a wonderful fall. Maybe it's finally cooling off for you like it is for me. Um, outdoor things are buttoning up. This weekend I'm going to have to pick up the fairy garden and prepare myself for the long winter. And believe me, do I have enough stuff to do projects? I'm going to start pulling out my orphan blocks here shortly um, and start figuring out what kinds of things I'd like to do next. If you are doing some really cool things or if you're into crochet, I'm getting more into it, um, let me know. Show me some podcasts or let me know of some YouTube channels, things like that. Um, I've been exploring that. Crochet stuff is not as prevalent as knitting things, but I, I really am currently obsessed with crocheting. Everyone have a most wonderful week. And I want to say that um, pumpkin spice is in the air. The air is crisp. I even bought a diffuser so I could put scent in it to make this house smell like fall. It kind of smells pumpkin-y right now. And just snuggle in with your comfy, cozy things and have a most wonderful week. Quilt on, everyone. <laughs>